You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Welcome back, scoundrels, to the city of Duskfall, the haunted city, we're calling it. My name is Jared Logan, I am your Game Master, and we are here to play a session of Blades in the Dark, the incredible tabletop role-playing game by John Harper, Sean Nittner, and all the folks over at Evil Hat. This is the best game created in the last 20 years. (laughs) I stand by that recommendation. Um... We've had an incredible time with our crew uh, so far. We've seen two scores. We've seen a downtime. Today we're going to do more downtime. Let me introduce our incredible crew. Uh, <laughs> as Valkos, a Severosi cutter, we have Abu Salim. What's as up? Juliet, <laughs> a uh, Akarosi uh, leech, we have Josephine McAdam. Hi, spirit fingers, I guess. Yes, spirit fingers, uh, a gesture we're all uh, very aware of, spirit fingers. And uh, finally, as a Taika Rossi whisperer named Celiac Khan, please welcome Ross Bryant. Spiritual fingers. <laughs> oh, no. If you're just listening, uh, you'll have to tune into the YouTube to find out what the spirit fingers gesture is, so you can do it along with us when we play. <laughs> <laughs> guys uh it's been uh it's been quite a wild ride already we were only a couple of sessions in but i thought that the score went went better last time yeah yeah better honestly, is one way of putting it yeah honestly too well I, I after we filmed i was i was like did that go too smoothly like i keep doubting myself i mean even at the end of that <clears> score i was like <gasps> what's about to happen when there was nothing happening i know just, yeah I don't know what 1B is. I'm still thinking about what 1B is. I think oh, false alarm, def- right? It's definitely uh, a code that I've completely worked out that Sulford's Bank uses. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I've done a lot mm-hmm. of world building on my end. Uh, you don't even want to know what a 3X is. You don't oh, want to know. I don't want to know. No way. Three kisses? Oh, unless it's that. It is. It's three. <laughs> okay, so Abu figured it Cute. out. It's three. It's three kisses. Ooh, that's uh, a smooch. And but, uh, yeah. shadows, those are hugs. Mm. I think my my favorite, my definite favorite moment is the fact that, um, or not even moment, favorite event of the whole thing is that Ross, your character, had two stress and then ended up with a trauma. Right. I think I had three left until <laughs> I got trauma, and I ended up essentially not. Getting traumatized. Yeah, didn't get okay, traumatized. But the gods were looking down upon you last time because those rolls, Abu, like, were insane. I mean, they were disgusting. It's yeah. so funny as well. Like, I, so, I, I mean, again, doing, uh, doing vam- vampires on Stream of Blood, right? I was rolling crits, right? And even myself, I was beginning to think, man, am I cheating or something? <laughs> and now you can see. You can see. Yeah. <laughs> um, I never doubted you, Abu. I just know that you're one of those players that has incredible dice luck for some reason. Uh, Disgusting. Ross, you never, you normally don't have bad dice luck, but you did last session. Yeah, normally I'm, I'm straight down the middle, a moderate dice, <laughs> diceman. But yesterday, as, as the clouds parted to sh- shine their blessed light upon Abu's dice, like a little 
sulfuric fissure opened in hell to, to, um, to turn all my dices to ones. It's a zero sum game. If he gets the good dice, it, he takes right. them away from you. That's yes. how it works. Yeah. <laughs> so dirty. Um, well, uh, to the victors, go spoils. So today we're going to give you all of your XP, all your delicious, delicious coin, mm. and all of your delicious uh, rep. And we're going to do a downtime session. But first, uh, once again, my uh, overwritten intro. <laughs> a thousand years ago, this was a land of beauty and magic. <laughs> then came the cataclysm that blotted out the sun and ripped open the gates to the land of the dead. The city of Duskfall is a metropolis of refineries, factories, and tenements protected by lightning towers that keep out the ghosts. Outside the city is a wasteland of ravening undead. Inside the city is a teeming hive of scum and villainy. Life is cheap in a city ruled by death. The only thing that shines now that the sun is gone in Duskfall are the blades in the dark. Uh, I sort of said that the way I wanted to. Uh, welcome <laughs> to our Blades in the Dark session. Uh, and that is my slightly overridden intro. And now let us begin. So beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for saying it's no, it's, so. It's, it, it gets fantastic. Me, it, it gets me in the mood. It gets yeah. me amped every time. Uh, that's right. That's what, that's what I know how to do. I know how to get people amped. All right. So... <laughs> So here we go. We're going to play and we're going to start by talking to each character about their personal XP. Um, mm. And why don't we start with Valkos, Mr. Good Dice Luck Val- Valkos. Oh, I'm so yeah. excited. So the one thing that I do know is that I did do two desperate moves in Prowness. Um, oh, does nice. that mean I get two extra XP for that, by the way? So let me see. Uh, oh, that fills up your prowess bar, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, um, all right, yeah, so, um, that, I believe, means that if you'd like to, you can pick another dot and put it somewhere in prowess and wow. clear, and clear that line of, uh, prowess XP. I'm gonna put it in skirmish. We need you're to gonna, be making You're more gonna go desperate. up to four skirmish? Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> Holy smoke. Marcos <laughs> is right. a, just, uh, well, you know, a the human reason, weapon. The reason Abu was able to do that was because he uh, trained in skirmish <laughs> yeah. the entire last downtime instead of getting rid of any of his stress. And uh, I'm okay now, guys. I'm just saying, paid training off. helps. And if you're I, following went the, closely, I went to the dumb doctor and then still got traumatized. <laughs> and if you're following closely, this crew of shadows still doesn't have a point in prowl, although he could have taken one right there. Absolutely um, not. It's not going to happen. Um, all right. Um, well, that done, let's let's kind of cover your XP. So if we scroll down here to your okay. playbook advancement, uh, mm. we can see, um, did you address a challenge? Well, <clears throat> first of all, every time you roll a desperate action, okay, we got that already. Uh, then, mm. did you address a challenge with violence or coercion? You absolutely did. Go ahead and mark an XP for that. Um, did you express your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background? Hmm. Not really. I just beat everyone up. Thank you. That that is honest of you. Yes, you did not do that. Okay, and then um, uh, did you struggle with issues from your vice or traumas during your session? Um, did I struggle from? N- no, I don't think so. Because I again, don't think so. I just I just literally just ran in guns blazing. 
Yeah, uh, yes, I think that that's true. So I think that you, you earn the one XP there. So you still have a, quite a few um, bars to fill up before you get that new special ability. But mm-hmm. boy, did that training... Did that training pay off quickly? Another dot of skirmish already. You are Could full he... of skirmish. Um, does it... It says... Doesn't it say mark 2 XP if it occurred multiple times? Would he not... I mean, he... Didn't he do a lot of damage multiple... Didn't he use violence multiple times? Oh, wow. Look at you. I, I'm just... Uh, okay. I'm you know, just... Uh, you know... I, I re- yeah. Thank you, counselor. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm gonna rule. I'm here Please representing d- the players versus GM. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna rule. Thank you, counselor. Uh, but overruled. I'm gonna rule that although uh, our friend Valkos got in a big fight, he did not get in like multiple different fights. He sort of just mm. got in that one big fight in the front of the bank. So uh, I'm gonna rule that in this particular case, he doesn't earn extra XP for that because I'm trying to run a. Uh, a street level gritty game where I'm just sort of uh, stingy about XP. Okay, um, so that's that's very good. Uh, that is Valkos. Let's now look at uh, let's look at Seljak. Seljak, who had the toughest session yet, uh, who is still quite hurt. Yeah. Um, and uh, let's see here, Seljak, you. I had a desk. I yeah. desperate, uh, um, I think a desperate sway there at the end as I was trying to convince the um, the guards. So I think that's the only one I ticked in resolve. Right. So um, you're not you, you you haven't been training like Valco, so you haven't filled up any of those meters yet. You're a little ways away from getting a new dot on anything. Yeah. Um, although, uh, boy, what a commercial for training as a downtime activity if mm-hmm. you can afford to do so. Uh, and let's look. Um, uh, let's see. Did you address a challenge with knowledge or arcane power? You absolutely did. Um, That's right. <laughs> I, I may not have done it, quote unquote, effectively, but I um, <laughs> but I did um, communicate with a a hanged ghost in front of the uh, in front of the bank to try to be a sort of lookout, and I did. Um, uh, snare and bottle a guard ghost, and I'm going to call that two different instances of you doing that. Yeah. And so I'm going to go ahead and let you have two XP. There we go. There you go. Uh, but still, no playbook advancement. Still, no special ability. New special ability for you. Keep an eye out. Your healing clock is almost full. You want to go ahead and fill that up uh, to get rid of uh, to get rid of that last bit of harm you have there. Yeah. Um. And uh, finally, let's look at Juliet, Josephine's character. <coughs> Josephine. I, <clears throat> I only had one desperate uh, action. I think it was in tinkering, and I already marked that in my insight. Okay, great. Uh, and let's see here. Um, did you address a challenge with technical skill or mayhem? I think so. I, I provided, you know, the forged papers and and uh, key to gain entry into. It took a, a flashback tinker to do so. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to go ahead and give you an XP for that. And uh, w- would using my alchemicals in the uh, various instances to get out of the uh, the bank count? Um, I am going to allow it. I'm going to allow it. 
Uh, and I forgot to ask you, Selyak, but uh, did you express your beliefs, drives, or heritage or background? I don't know that you did. Selyak, do you think that you did that? I don't think I did. Yeah, okay. And I don't think you struggled with issues from vice or traumas. And no. if I may, uh, Miss Juliet, I don't believe that you yeah. expressed beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. Or, or no, but you did yeah. do your. But you did do your leech. Uh, specialty several times, so you can take an yeah. extra XP for that. Okay, I great. In, yeah. Now let's look at the crew sheet, and let's like take a really close look at it because mm. um, there might be some opportunities here during downtime for you to improve your crew somehow. Um, first of all, let's look at the crew XP. Um, did you execute a successful burglary, espionage, robbery, or sabotage operation? You certainly did. You executed. Oh yeah. Nice. So I'm going to give you an XP for that. Um, did you contend with challenges above your current station? Saltford's uh, uh, doesn't have a tier in the book. Oh. But I'm going to say that it's at least, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not saying this is official canonical, but I'm going to say it's at least tier one, and you guys are still tier zero. So right. I'm going to say you did contend with challenges above your station. Awesome. That's an XP. Um, did you bolster your crew's reputation or develop a new one? How do we know? How do we know if our rep goes up or not? Oh, I'm about to give you rep. Oh, oh, um, that's different than than this. That's different than this XP okay. advancement. Yeah. However, um, we did develop a new reputation with some, like you know, with the uh, the oh uh, yeah. Rec- yeah yeah the recon- reconciled with the reconciled Carol yeah. and yeah. Savoy. Wow. We gained yes. Yep. Very well. Very well argued, Abu. Go ahead and yes. take an XP for that. Um, and then did you express your goals, drives, inner conflict, or essential nature of the crew? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Uh, did you did you add that XP, or are we adding XP? I, I have added it. So you guys only have okay. three more bars to fill on your crew XP tracker before you get a new special ability or um, two new crew upgrades, two new boxes that can be checked in your crew upgrades, uh, mm. which I would be looking closely at that vault because you're about to be yeah. full on coin, everybody. Um, let's go ahead and move to rep. Okay. okay so if we're looking at the crew sheet... Uh, we can see um, we need to fill up, I think it's 12 uh, little little bars uh, of rep in order to get to where we could maybe go up to tier one from tier zero. Uh, and you have to spend eight coin when you do that. So we'll get into coin in a minute, but let's talk about rep first. So um, you automatically gain two rep. Um, and I'll go ahead and put those in for you. Automatically gain two rep. For completing a successful score. Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, here we go. Um, then, it, it, did you, I think it asked me, did you contend with challenges above your station? And uh, we already said that you did, right? Yeah. Uh, you get plus one rep per <coughs> tier higher. I said that Salford's is at least tier one, so take a rep for that. Uh, and. Uh, if you keep the op- operation completely quiet, no one knows about it, you earn zero rep. <laughs> so I have to take those away. Do you guys keep it completely quiet, or do you let the underworld know that you pulled off a heist against Saltford's Bank? Oh, wait, so if we... You take those away if we didn't keep it quiet? That's... If you if you kept it quiet, if you did keep it quiet, I'll take those rep away. No, we definitely... People know. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, in the to, same yeah. way that the that people know about the demon one. Right. Yeah, no. right. Yeah. We okay. have to let people know. It's marketing, too. You know, we got to get more gigs, so. Absolutely. Great. <laughs> okay, so now uh, we're going to go to the coin that you earned. So you've had to take the, um, the jewelry that you found in the safe deposit box that you stole from Saltford, and you've had to fence it. Uh, you don't currently have a loyal fence. You can see that that's one of the the um, uh, turfs or, or claims, rather, that you can grab on your cruise sheet, uh, which oh, gives you yeah. plus two coin for burglary or robbery. Um, you don't have that yet, so you've only earned six coin, uh, and you only have t- uh, space for two more coin left in your layer. So I'm going to go ahead and fill that in, and then there's four coin that's floating around, okay? This has to be handled by... The crew. Um, so, how would you like to uh, divide that up? Like, you're going to be carrying it around. Now, let me be very clear about this. You can either put it in your stash, which is uh, it means it kind of it really does kind of go away. It means it it kind of like is in the bank, and it's it, you you take a penalty for drawing it out if you put it in your stash. Okay, or you can kind of just carry it around. But if you carry it into the next score, it's going to take up. Uh, loadout spots to carry coin on you. Um, so you need to either spend it or carry around a small amount of it. Uh, oh. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. yeah, so if we keep it on our person, that fills loadout spots, is what you're saying? That's right. If you keep it, I mean, I'm like, oh. look. I, if is you that keep- because you can use it during your, you could also theoretically use that coin during your score or? Absolutely. So you can uh, use it for bribes, uh, you know, paying people off. Um, so um, you need to either... we need s- to pay our oh, patrons very, as well. very, very good true. point. We, we very owe, good point. Yeah, yeah. damn. We owe a kickback to our, to our uh, protectors. Yeah. The Path of Echoes. Uh, was that one coin? In, in White Crown. Uh, it was, I believe it was two last time. Let's see Whoa. here. Yeah, it was two. Oh, oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, subtract coin equal to your crew tier plus one. So when you pay okay. a tithe to a boss or a larger organization, I think the first time you paid them, you paid them two. Yeah, the very beginning. Oh, right. Yeah. To, make yes. them, to make them super loyal to us. Right. Right. Um, so this time you want to just pay them one coin? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So um, that means that there are still three coin floating around, which means each of you can take a coin. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, and we can buy stuff with this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you can buy stuff. In fact, you can buy extra downtime activities, oh. or you can increase the effectiveness of a downtime activity. Oh, so, nice. So you each get two downtime activities, but you could spend a coin and get an extra downtime activity. Uh, or when you are, say, going to a physiker, you could spend to you know in- increase the quality of their tools hey. so that maybe they do a better job. Um, okay. All right. So, um, so each of you has a coin, and your your layer is full of four coins. So you currently have seven <laughs> coin altogether. After your next score, if you have you know four more coin floating around, and you fill up that rep tracker, you can advance to tier one. It'll okay. be a weak hold in tier one. It means you're. It's a whole new ball game. People oh, know that, that that you're on the scene and that you're making you're making moves. So. Uh, right now, tier zero. Most people are ignoring you. They don't know your reputation, but it is growing. It is growing. So uh, now we can go ahead and do our uh, heat. 
Oh, Ooh, how much shoot. heat am I going to give you? Oh. That's a great question. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about heat. Let me look at my options here. Oh, no. We're Zero already... heat. Smooth and quiet. Oh. Low exposure. Hmm. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Two heat. Contained. Standard exposure. Uh, I don't know, guys. I mean... I mean, look, we didn't cause that much. It was pretty the contained. They came right. out and fought us for a bit, and then, you know... Like, it wasn't like we summoned a demon out of the middle of nowhere. Right? Yeah, and then, and then you know, 1B was called, which clearly means that I mean, the situation was contained. As well, right, they had right. dodgy people. Like, and if who, who hires, like, crazy henchmen to do your taxes? Like, what kind of thing yeah. is that? And to the people of Salfords, nothing was stolen. A brawl yeah. broke out in front of their place of exactly. business. And a weirdo snared their, uh, snared their dead buddy in a bottle. Some and that's dude all that got happened. caught under a fence. It's a dog, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about is the ma- the casualties that uh, Valkos levied against uh I didn't kill anyone. I just gave him a bit of a bruising, right? Well, you know what it doesn't give me? It doesn't give me a three-heat option. It says I can have two-heat contained standard exposure or four-heat loud and chaotic high exposure. But you know oh. what? I don't. I don't huh. know. I hope John Harper, if you're watching, I hope there's not some reason there's no three heat option because I'm giving them three heat. I'm gonna go uh. between the two. Huh? Mm. One, two, <gasps> three. Look how high. Yeah, if you get one more, you're gonna have a wanted level. I cannot be the only one dealing with heat on this crew, y'all. <laughs> All right, somebody's got to reduce the heat. Listen. I'm just gonna train, guy. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like going to the gym. Uh, yeah, the gym, would, uh, it would make me laugh so hard if Valkos just trains again for both of his downtime activities. Um, all right, so now we are going to deal with your entanglements. Um, basically, we're gonna roll to see uh, to see exactly. Let's see, your heat is six plus. Uh, so I know which uh, which uh, table I'm rolling on, and uh, and then we're gonna find out exactly what you roll here. Do we get any XP for playing into our madness, into the shadows sense of, in the sense of like being the occultish, strange people, the weird oh. people? Oh yeah, like, for being strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, I guess that's bolster your crew's reputation or develop a new one. Okay. Yeah. And express the goals, drives, inner conflict, or essential nature of the crew. So I think we did cover that. We did cover okay. that. Um, all right. Uh, here we go. So you still don't have a wanted level. So I'm rolling two dice and taking the lower. And usually the lower result on the entanglements uh, table is a better result for you. It's a less okay. It's a less uh, punitive result. Okay, here we go. And there we go. A two is the, is the result. And that means... Uh, we get flipped or interrogation. What is f- what is flipped? Oh, like they're going to do the same flipped? thing. Like where they know where they get like one of our friends or something. Well, well it was or. What's flipped mean? It means that someone on our team turns against us. Mm-hmm. Someone okay. starts squealing. So one mm. of the PC's rivals arranges for one of your. I'm going to do flipped. One of the PC's rivals arranges for one of your contacts, patrons, clients or a group of your customers to switch allegiances due to the <gasps> heat on you. They're loyal to another faction now. Um, I ha- 
I've decided that um, I've decided that uh, Quellen, that witch that you were working with, that gave yeah. you that last job, she is now working for your rival, uh, Flint, <laughs> a spirit trafficker, Selyak. Uh, so you can't go to Quellen for a job. Does that mean fact, I take her off of my sheet as a as a friendly contact? Yes. Okay. So okay. But uh, the game is constantly evolving. It doesn't mean that you'll never have a friendly contact again. It just means that uh, for right now, <laughs> you guys could uh, do a score to earn her back. You know, okay. um, yeah, or I you could a- get revenge against Flint for uh, for stealing her away from you. Yeah. Oh, we should kill Flint. <laughs> um, did, was it a misclick? I thought, didn't we go with Fitz for our our crew contact? Yeah, it is. Not rather than Rigney. I was thinking okay, that too. Okay, okay. I think we just yeah. that must right. have been a that was my own misclick. And uh, please forgive me. Um, <laughs> forgive me for that misclick, Damn it, Jared. Uh, I know. Uh, okay, so um, very, very well done. Thanks for catching that. And so now we are ready to go into downtime activities. Mm. Um, and I love how this game, like, all you have to do is kind of go down this list and check things off, and story emerges. We're talking about emergent narrative today on Haunted <laughs> City, everybody. The hero's journey, okay? Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to remind you of your downtime activity options. They are acquiring an asset, a long-term project, recovering, uh, reducing heat, probably a good idea, training, (laughs) Valkos' favorite, and indulging your vice. And actually, before we start, what is everybody's stress at right now? Well, thanks to my traumatization at a zero. (laughs) Oh, okay, great. That Um, frees you up to different activities. Yeah, I'm at five. I'm like, I think I'm at like nine. So um, I'm going to train. Let's actually start with the guy who had the toughest game last time. Selyak, since you don't have to, you know, indulge your vice, how would you like to spend your first downtime? So you guys are heading out of your uh, hidden grotto beneath six towers, kind of looking around for uh, ways to spend your coin uh, and enjoy yourselves before your next job. Celia Khan, what do you do? Well, before anything else, I feel like I should get well and truly healed. I've got one more one more pie piece of my of my healing clock to fill. And since it's just one, I might just go back to <laughs> fall back on old Sawtooth. Yeah, and hope Sawtooth. He, and hope he can uh just do give me the business and uh heal my my uh my spirit burns with some some potent salves and tinctures. Um, last time, I believe the salves they just stunk and didn't do very much. That's um, right. But it, there's a good there's good news this time. Since your healing clock is so full, there's really nothing he can do to screw this up. Um, <laughs> so you go back to Sawtooth, and um, uh, he, his quality is one for our purposes. Um, and uh, let me ask you. Do you want to spend any coin to kind of improve the quality of his implements and things like that? It doesn't make sense, right? I do not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, so uh, here we go. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's he's applying the salves again, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the whole time he's he's sort of like um, uh, wiping his nose and kind of digging in his ear for earwax. Mm. Uh, and then those hand are the w- hands that are applying the salves to your spirit burns 
uh, and he still has a really bad, chunky cough. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's, uh, I think there's mold or pollen in the air around here. It, seem, it seems as though as I pass my eye over your instruments that um, you have not uh, even dusted or cleaned your own implements of your trade. Uh, there is some rust clinging to your scalpels, my friend. Uh, rust, uh, uh, you know, it, it can be good. Uh, you know, uh, th- those are natural minerals that g- get into the wounds. Besides, I only use those for bleeding, and if I if I'm if I'm where I'm bleeding you, uh, things aren't looking good for you anyway. Um, Sawtooth has a roll of five. Uh, uh, that would normally mean two segments, but you only need one, and so uh, all of it, your your clock clears, your spirit burned status melts away, <clears throat> uh, and you are completely healed. Nicely done, Celia Khan. <sighs> Um, I pray for your speedy recovery for your respiratory fatigues. Here is hoping that you can take some fresher air than can be found within the environs of your uh, little fastness here. Yeah, sure. Send some more customers my way and then I might take a vacation. (laughs) I happen to know that there are some who have recently been injured dockside. Perhaps they will make their way for some inland recovery. I will keep you in my prayers. Uh, Very good. Uh, And Selya Khan is healed. Uh, uh, That is a successful recovery. And now I will turn to Valkos. Valkos, Mm. what would you like to do for your first downtime activity? I'm going to dream, but no, I'm not. Okay, generally I'm not. Um, I'm going to reduce my stress because I feel pretty stressed. Yeah, and you um, do that by indulging your vice. Mm. So and that's hanging out with ghosts, right? It is hanging out with ghosts. <laughs> that's what you've written. Mm. You, you, that your vice is that it's uh, it's weird, and it, it involves hanging out with spirits. So um, tell me, if you want, I can give you a vice purveyor who can do that, or you can just kind of describe to me what you do to like relieve stress when you when you are consorting with spirits. I think I like I I go to like a, a, I mean, do they have graveyards here in this world? They don't actually, because no. bodies must be destroyed in Bellwether Crematorium before the spirits uh, walk again. So there so is I, no I, graveyard. No. I think I might probably go to a place where I don't know where, maybe you know, some I I know of a space or an area where um, bodies are, are snatched maybe for possessions or something or you know for organs or whatnot, knowing the full world that. Spirits kind of are lingering around the area, and I think I just start, you know, talking in in tongues and almost trying to essentially, you know, communicate with something or someone. And you know, um, it's 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 just like very, very weird and very very sort of. It's almost like I'm a I'm a I'm a lost case. You know, I almost look as if I'm drugged up, but I'm not. You know? Okay, um, I, I well, let me suggest this. I think that I love the idea of speaking in tongues. Maybe you're passing <laughs> along some secret code. 
uh, trying to find other members of the reconciled, those spirits that have found human bodies to inhabit. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, and um, you find a, a few members of the reconciled. I don't know that there's a place where people steal bodies from, uh, like a specific place like that. But maybe you mm. know where where uh, the reconciled tend to hang out. Mm. Uh, let's actually. Let's pick a, uh, an area. Maybe, maybe you know a, uh, an area of Night Market. There's an area called okay. Night Market where uh, the reconciled go to enjoy the pleasures of being alive, right? Mm. Um, they go to uh, indulge their own vices. Uh, as ghosts, they can't do that. But in human bodies, they can. Mm. Uh, and you have found them. So uh, what do you do? Uh, you, you, let's see. Let's see how many of these the reconciled have decided to go out on the town with uh, Valkos. <laughs> Four members of the reconciled. Oh, so not only do you find Camel and Savoy, but you find <laughs> several other uh, ghosts that are ha- inhabiting. And every once in a while, they let on that they are not completely human, that they have a dead spirit inside them because they move a little bit like a puppet. You know, mm. they move a little bit robotically or uh, that that veneer uh, of ectoplasm covers their face for a moment. Perhaps blood dribbles down their face and you see their true visage for a second mm. in the lamplight. And tell me, what what do you guys do? Like, uh, do you? I think like, you know, he I guess Valkos is almost like he gets them to control him in a weird way to tell him what to do and tell him you know where to go and what to kind of explore and you know <laughs> i'm almost like their their their, their puppet as as like you know as they control me and let um, me do you know and that's the kind of weird space that we all but we enter in and i literally do whatever they want um it's almost uh, like a power play Yes, I love it. The night is a blur as one spirit after another rides your body, uh, mm. taking you through various experiences from eating succulent uh, mushroom uh, treats to um, actually uh, perhaps engaging in, uh, you know, uh, acts of pleasure. Uh, exactly. Unless, if I have your consent to say so. Absolutely. Um, yes. Uh, so uh, you you allow yourself to be a puppet for the reconciled. Uh, boy, that plus one friendly status with them is 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 remaining solid as you <laughs> indulge your vice this way. But of course, there's always a chance you can get lost in your vice. Right. Um, that, so that's that's always a danger. And so, so what do I roll here? Okay, no problem. So. Um, when you you're gonna roll your weakest quality, so I'm looking at your sheet, Valkos, and I see that that is your insight. Mm. Um, so uh, you have, uh, in fact, you have zero uh, dots insight. in insight. Yeah, and so that means you're gonna roll two dice, and you're gonna take the lower. You're gonna take the lower, and that's how many stress you're going to clear. Okay. It, there's very little chance of you overindulging your vice because you have so much stress. Uh, and uh, probably you're going to clear a low amount of it. Okay. What did I get? Oh, wow. Jesus. Four and a six. Oh, four and a six. You did very well, actually. Very good. <laughs> so go ahead, and, go ahead and clear four stress. Uh, erase it from your sheet, bringing you back down to five stress, I believe. Uh, and... Yep. Uh, and well done, Valkos. Valkos has had a wild night on the town with a bunch of spooky ghosts. I think you can clear one more because you had yeah. a, yeah, yeah, you had a. F- there you go. Actually, it only leaves you with four, uh, four stress uh, left. Right. 
uh, well done, Valkos. Uh, <sighs> that, that rolling luck uh, holds strong for uh, Abu. And now I turn to Juliette. Juliette, what is your first downtime activity? Someone has to clean up after us. <laughs> I am going to decrease the heat on our crew. Uh, you're the only one worrying about this. We are almost wanted. Know. We are one tick away from being wanted. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. our next score will make us wanted if we don't yeah, do yeah. this. Yeah, Valkos <laughs> is off getting HJs from ghosts while uh, <laughs> while uh, while our friend Juliet is doing the uh, tough the tough work of making sure the crew doesn't get taken to prison. Oh, uh, what and not will only I that, do? not only that, but Valkos hasn't Valkos like kind of gotten into a little bit of a fight with your character before and told her to be quiet or something like that uh, yeah yeah multiple times don't worry that's at the back of her mind always yeah. um okay <laughs> um, uh all right so let's go ahead and let's look at uh at reducing uh-huh. heat yeah let me so, think um, you need to say what your character does to reduce the heat level of the crew and then make an action roll so what do you think juliet does well, could you perhaps color the nature of the heat that is on us? You know, like, what does that entail? What, what are we dealing with because of that high heat? Well, it's interesting. I mean, uh, Sulfords, they clocked two of you. They clocked... Yeah. Uh, they clocked Selyak and Valkos. They really got a good look at their faces. They know yeah. that a strange woman with a veil was inside the bank. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the heat on the first score was tremendously huge because you basically decimate an entire block right, of, right, right. of Duskfall. So um, so you need to... Uh, you, you could do it socially, you know, uh, by you know, I, getting people to be quiet, or you could... Yeah. Could I write could, a letter to uh, the head... Uh, you know, I'll forge something, perhaps. Something official... Um, to the head of Saltfords, um, that explains that uh, I wouldn't use their names, but describing Celiac and Valkos as as being unwell, um, that it's a family affair, and I know that those at Saltfords would understand that sometimes we can't help what our family does, and and with greatest apologies, and um, that. Uh, uh, Hopefully, you know, no harm, no foul. Hopefully no one actually died. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Did someone actually die? Well, it seemed like the person that Valkos threw under the uh, gate that was coming down seemed to have uh, died. Right, right. Okay, so we, we know that this, you know, we'll never bring back, you know, the, the loss in Kurt, but hopefully, you know, the your business is still thriving and, um, you know, we'd just like to make a small... Amend however we can, again, from one family to another family, and I'll pay them a coin. Oh, that's very interesting. Um, uh, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you roll uh, an action for that. What, what action are you going to use? <sighs> and by the way, who are you saying this is from? Are you saying it's from the remnant, or are you? No, say- I'm not saying it's from the remnant. I uh, will say it is from the Sparkrites. 
So you are forging a letter from the Sparkrites saying that Seliak and Valkos were... Not their names again. Oh, yeah. That that the people that attacked were Sparkrites? No, that they were affiliated with someone there, that it's a family affair, you know, like that they are not well, that that it's someone reaching out from the Sparkrites, though. Not that they're necessarily... This is great. This is quite the complicated little heat reduction. Um, I don't know if someone would believe you, uh, but if it is an apology, I guess that that would kind of work. And the coin doesn't hurt either. Yeah. Um, So um, I'm going to say that spending that coin... Basically, if they go looking into it, I want them to go to the spark rides and not to us. But it's just framing. It's It's just sort of utilizing that family instinct against them. Okay. Um... Uh, all right. Um, perhaps you leave subtle. Perhaps it's anonymous, but you leave subtle clues that the Sparkrites may have had a hand in it in some way. Um, mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and you can roll to forge that note if that's the way you would like to roll your action. <sighs> yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's use Tinker for that. Okay, and um, go ahead and take plus one die because you're spending that coin. Um, is that Ooh, the correct and- way to do this? Let's see. Reduce heat. Say what your character does to reduce heat and make an action roll. Reduce the heat according to the result. Actually, what we'll do is w- that coin will add plus one to your result. Let's Perfect. do that. That would be awesome. That's what I was hoping is to sort of reduce it a little more. Um, and can I use my workshop to give myself another die here during downtime? Um, normally, it would increase the effectiveness. The effectiveness? Uh, okay. Yeah, like well, the, then... uh, the effect. Okay. Um, so, and what about our quality are... supplies? Yeah, those are good too, right? Um, okay. So I'm going to say that this is controlled for okay. great effect. Great effect. Okay. Let's go. How'd you do? I got a three. That's not a success. You got a three um, and a three. But listen, normally that would only reduce one heat, but... You uh, you said you were using uh, a coin to kind of pay them off, so I yeah. will go ahead and I will allow you to make that uh, that you know reduce like uh, an extra heat. Wait, but didn't I fit? Wait, does it? Is this just the amount that I? Is the the roll just gives the amount that I would you reduce? Three, I see. I so see. So you okay. reduce one heat, but I'm going to say the coin allows okay. you to reduce two heat. So you were at <sighs> eight okay. heat. Yes. And now you will be at uh, six heat. Okay, fantastic. Well, you know, not nothing. No, I'll take it's... my coin away, and then I'll, um, you know, guilt the others into giving me some coin. It's a punishing game sometimes, right? <laughs> the the dice are not kind. Um, uh, I think that your crazy plan was crazy, uh, and the, the, they got the weird Look, we're note. We're strange. And yeah, it is strange. They they got the weird note, and they're all scra- all the Saltford's employees are scratching their head over it, uh, <laughs> and uh, then one of them puts it up against the wall with a knife through it. Um, but perhaps still reduced us by two, though. That's pretty. Yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe they're not. Actively, maybe they're not actively hunting you. Maybe they're maybe they're not going to take this affair to the blue coats. You know. Uh, they're going to keep it private because Salford's is a private institution and it doesn't want its clientele to know that it's been hit. Um, all right. Let's turn back to our friend Selyuk Khan. Selyuk, what is your next downtime activity? Well, uh, 
a project that was um, out there was this one that um, he was discussing with Juliet of mm. reconnecting her in some way with the um, her deceased partner uh, Ophelia was it? Yes. And um, so he might come come to her and uh, and see if he could if if that's still something that she's interested in. Yes, is definitely. How can I help? Uh, and she was, you've given me the locket, which still retains some echo of the essence of Ophelia. I must find her and um, find an appropriate vessel. Someone who is, uh, and here maybe, who maybe like swivels over to look if Valkos is there. Someone who is, uh, perhaps amenable to being an empty vessel, a tabula rasa, upon which can be written another personality entirely, just for a time. <laughs> and what Seljak is, is uh, offering is that he will call up call up the spirit of Ophelia and put it into Seljak or put it into Valkos rather so that you can have a little tete-a-tete uh-huh, uh-huh, which is causing a lot of conflict in Juliet mm-hmm. who is like oh of all the bodies of all the bodies you could put my dear Ophelia I think uh, it's really be- Really interesting. I think this would prove not only um, healing for the the sorrows that still continue to as- consume you, but would also aid in uh, how shall I say team building, where those uh, suspicions and tensions that may rend the fabric of our small association uh, may be knit together and drawn into a tighter accord, yes? Why this tension? Hmm. Well... Of course, Valkos, you would need to be okay with me speaking to you quite a bit. Ah, I see. Comment on chat. Yes. I mean, you wouldn't necessarily be talking to me, but... Yes. I understand. I don't, let let me think on the vessel, Celia. No, 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 no. I think this is a fantastic idea. I'm used to this. I will never do anything stupid. You can trust me. Only if all parties agree will I perform the necessary rites. Do you need time to think? No, this, this, this can be the plan. Um, of course, uh, of course... The biggest problem, I think, is I don't know where she is. Leave that to me. And, uh, so I guess I'm going to try to... Let's let's just go for it now. Why not? <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what sort of mechanical benefit we get out of this, but it's fun. So right, exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. So I'm going to make a clock. I'm going to make a clock called Summon Ophelia. 
Um, mm-hmm. I think that because Ophelia passed in some sort of terrible Sparkright accident, is that am I understanding that correctly, Juliet? Accident? Yeah, yes. or was it a murder attempt? Right. I, that's that's a big thing that I don't know. I think that this clock. I think this is tough. This seems like a real essential nature of the crew type activity. So I'm going to make it an eight segment clock. But when you do this, it won't just have a story uh, effect. It will actually, you know, create something, some sort of in-game mechanical benefit in addition. Okay. Okay. And uh, here's the question is... Is this something that only Celiac can contribute to, or can Juliet also progress this clock? Um, what a very interesting question. Uh, normally, a, a, normally a long-term project is only completed by one player, but I don't see why it would have to be that way. I would allow you to work on it if you gave me a good reason to. Okay. I'm going to call it Summon Ophelia, and I want to know what action during downtime our friend Seljak is using uh, to fill up this clock. I mean, it's a tune, of course. Right, okay. Um, So if the spirit is out there somewhere, you are going to summon Ophelia using the locket. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see how it goes. Uh, Describe your ritual and then roll your dice. How many do you have in a tune? Two. Okay, very good. Tell me about your ritual. Okay, so um, you you're I've got the uh, the name and the uh, um, and the locket, the fetter, if you will, the mm-hmm. anchor. Yes, this uh, this f- physical fetter, the hook in the world of the flesh, which decays, declines, not the chaotic spiritual dimension which is eternal and uh so you'll so you might see uh Celiac just like kneeling in a with this with this locket like pressed to his forehead and around him on pieces of paper you just see Ophelia's name written like like uh uh graphomaniacally just like obsessively forwards Backwards, anagrammed in a diamond, in a in in various like polyhedral shapes, like sigilized, um, and and uh, and like if for a second, like you might see like l- little ghostly hands, just like touching and caressing all these, is like the many many dead uh, spirits that he sees that he's asking, like he's basically like. <laughs> Have you seen this person? <laughs> and, and like you'll you'll just see him just kind of like looking at nothing. It's like, of course, description, and speaking in other languages. Like, <laughs> and then you're like, is he speaking backwards? Like, it's a grand yes, <laughs> like, and so that's that's what's going on off in the corner of the grotto. Very good. Uh, let's. That's an excellent, excellent description. Let's roll uh, and see how Go-go. many ticks you clear on this eight-segment clock. Go. Roll them bones. 
Oh, um, okay, three. a three. Um, Ophelia's a signal is weak. You have not been able to uh, establish contact with her. You have only been able to uh, kind of get other spirits, perhaps out there searching for her. You have uh, you have cleared one segment of the eight segment clock. Okay. Um, and you've been working on this for days, maybe weeks, because this is a downtime activity. Right. Um. And like, like, may- <laughs> and it's that thing too. Of like, if you come to check on me, like, like you, you, I turn to you, and the the crystal clear face is suddenly super fleshy because. You're seeing a super, just like Jared describes, a superimposed face of a ghost that I was just talking to, like, drifting off. It's like, she's very dim, very far away. But I am building the chain that will draw her to us, link by link. Um, And so, um, I don't know if your character would be creeped out by that, but I certainly am. Uh, (laughs) What a creepy, creepy, creepy man Ross Bryant is. I I mean, Celia. I mean, Celia. uh, And so, uh, one one pie piece has been cleared in the clock, and that is something you can continue to work on. I think uh, once you summon Ophelia completely... Uh, I might give you a free upgrade, which is um, uh, like an expert uh, cohort, which would be a ghost, right? Oh. That helps you out. I mean, that makes oh. sense. Awesome. Uh, but, but you have to continue to work on it during downtime. And now okay. we turn from uh, the realm of the dead to the realm of the guy that likes to party with the dead. Falcos, uh, <laughs> what will your second downtime activity be? I think he's still partying. Oh my god! You want to keep you want to keep indulging your vice. Yeah, I think he's still in it. Very good. Uh, but I, will, I, I am gonna. I will just so you know. I'm gonna. I am gonna spend my coin to reduce heat as well. Um, as, oh. a, as an extra downtime. Ah. Oh, you're gonna take an extra downtime activity. Great. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Um, so, so uh, why don't we go ahead and deal with the vice indulgence mm. first? Um, you're going to roll two dice and take the lesser, but first, is there anything you'd like to add to the time you're spending with these ghosts? You're letting them ride you and puppet you and uh, take you through various experiences? I think I think it's a sense of just, you know, the first time was partying and now it's almost like really... This is this is now this is the bit which is what was what Valkos needed, right? Is the sense of actually talking to them and trying to almost get into their feelings and really see what they're missing. <laughs> what they want, why they're still here. Because I think Valkos is of the belief that, you know, these souls are here because they have unfinished business and because they're weak. And it's a fear of his. It's the idea of having to be trapped constantly and continuously here. It's almost like dabbling in this space. So he's trying to crack it, trying to crack their sort of purpose as to why they're here. So then he knows that, so then he can figure out his own purpose to then pass on truly. He even doesn't believe the idea that when they burn the bodies or the spirit or whatever, that it gets rid of them. He, they, he just believes that they get trapped. You need to f- truly finish your job here in order to pass on truly. And this is why also he left his, you know, his crew and all this sort of stuff. So he's trying that this is now the moment he's 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 let them use, you know, use him and abuse him. And it's to a <laughs> point of getting them, you know, getting their trust. 
I think you've got their trust. I think that, that you're right. That the phase where it was about pleasure and um, experiences is past, and now yeah. they're using you for deeper work. In fact, I think <laughs> the spirit currently riding you is uh, using you to say goodbye to her family. Oh, oh man. And so you're in some small ramshackle uh, tenement in Crow's Foot uh, mm-hmm. with uh, you know a beleaguered husband uh, and uh, you know daughters and a bunch of uh, screaming kids, uh, mm-hmm. and you're there trying to convince them that you are in fact their de- dear departed mother. Mm-hmm. He's kind of yeah, and I can imagine you know Marcus kind of going up to this you know this hulking mess, <laughs> but at the same time it's you know when he sees them it's it's almost like he cripples a bit and he's like Lara <laughs> Lara is oh my god Lara is and he kind of moves towards this little girl and he's like oh you oh you've grown so so much you've 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 changed so much <laughs> and it's I oh You've taken such good care of them, Clark. You really have. You have taken so much good care of them. And it's really fucking creepy. Uh, <laughs> I know, this, hul- this hulking cutter is uh, mothering uh, this clan uh, in, a, in, a, in a slum apartment. Uh, I think that's beautiful. Let's roll to see how right. much stress how this clears. Is. So two dice, and then you yeah. uh, take the lower result. Two. Two. Um, Take that. Take that. That clears two more of your stress. Mm. Make sure to go ahead and clear that. And what does that leave you with? Two stress. Two stress. Good. Ah, you're you're doing as well as Selyak was before he got his trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, that is how uh, Valkos is spending his time uh, completing unfinished business for these uh, spirits of the reconciled. Uh, And now I turn. To Juliet, Juliet. Oh, uh, actually, you wanted to reduce heat as well, right, yeah. Falcos? Mm. Okay, wh- why don't we go ahead and deal with that? Why don't we go ahead okay. and do that? So, Falcos, what action are you going to use to reduce heat? So, I think it's it's a sense of um, uh, uh, probably you know again using sort of um, necessarily. I think I, I think I'm intimidating, like squealers. I think I'm like, yeah. you know, or people going, you know, or anyone who's going to talk or I feel like, you know, or around there. I, I think I'm intimidating them. I'm going around and I'm giving them, you know, a bit of a bruising. I like that. Uh, you're, yeah, you're making sure that the underworld doesn't talk or else. Um, yes. So what action would you like to use? Can I use skirmish? Skirmish, yo, you're really beating people up to do this. Like I'm like, yeah, it's it's not even like a sense of like I'm going to talk to you and you're not going to do it. I'm literally just boom, and then I start talking. <laughs> Great, yeah, you can use it. You can use any action to do almost anything in this game. So okay. skirmish, it is. Uh, go ahead and spend your coin for because you're taking a third downtime yep. activity, mm-hmm. uh, and go ahead and you may roll your skirmish to see how much heat you reduce. What position am I in? Um, this is, uh, since it's just a reducing heat roll, it's not super important, but let's just call it risky for standard effect. Okay. And then, 
I got a six. A Ooh, six it is. Yes. And a six reduces oh, the yeah. heat by three. Yes. Nice. Uh, there we so, go. Speaking mm-hmm. in the language of the underworld. Yeah. There you go. The Fist only language sucks. they speak, fists and feet in their face. <sighs> um, all right. Uh, let's take a look here. So I'll go ahead and reduce that heat uh, by three. Uh, let's see. We're at one, two, three, four, five, six. So now we're at three. Nicely done, everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so after Valkos gets done mothering a pack of uh, screaming kids in a tenement, he heads out and starts roughing up all of the known <laughs> stool pigeons, tattlers, uh, and daubers uh, in Duskfall. And then we turn to Juliet. Juliet, it is now your turn for your final downtime activity. Yeah. Um, let's see. I, I was thinking of indulging my vice, but could I do so in a different way this time, right? We established that she definitely, you know, goes mourning and wailing down the streets, which I think is a regular occurrence. Yeah. But Let's see, I'm, I'm looking at five stress here. Probably a good idea to get get some of yeah, that cleared. Yeah, I think just a little bit. Um, but, you know, still an obligation to her deceased partner. Could it be in um, trying to find some information on what happened to Ophelia? I, I think absolutely. Um, so what action would... Uh... I think... Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You're indulging your vice, so that means we pick your your weakest, oh. uh, your weakest attribute, and that's what we're rolling. Oh, really? For you, it could be prowess or resolve, but it means yeah. one die. You're okay. rolling one die. But but let's still let's describe yeah. still like exactly how she's investigating that. So so let's do resolve, uh, just because thematically, I feel like she's going to need a lot of resolve when it comes to looking into this information. Um, now. I think I'd like to do so by, um, there is a place called Ink Lane. Yeah. In the docks area, right? Where a lot of people get tattoos and there's also printing presses, but we're going to focus on the tattoo part. I think, uh, Juliet is going to pose and maybe go get a tattoo. We'll see. You know, don't know how the night will end, but... There's a lot of information to be had, and she knows that a lot of Leviathan hunters are tattooed by these artists. And I think she's trying to um, suss out if, I think in conversation with a tattooist, have there been any boastings of, of taking down someone? Taking someone down, you know, a scientist taking down some, you know, one of these like uppity... Uh, spark right types anything that sort of refers to like an engineer or scientist has anyone been boasting about a takedown um okay so here's here's the deal i'm gonna make you um you are gonna do a separate information gathering role for that uh in a moment but first we're going to indulge your vice and i think in order to get this information you need to get a tattoo that honors (laughs) ophelia and it's got to be a big one okay (laughs) Okay, what is the let's tattoo, do and where do you where does uh, the widow get it? Um, let's do shoulder blade to shoulder blade, and uh, uh, let's have two electric towers with uh, uh, sort of the electroplasmic energy going towards it, but stopped halfway. Amazing! Right. I love it. 
Um, yeah, so uh, with that, you can roll your resolve for your one <laughs> die, and we'll see how much stress you clear. Okay. Resolve. A oh. six. Hey, wow. six. Oh, really well done, but it might it might actually be bad uh, oh. because you only had five stress to clear. No, that's and right. You have now overindulged your vice. Oh my god! Oh god! I'm gonna do the whole back tattoo. Just cover the whole back. Um, <laughs> so you're asking a lot of you're asking a lot oh, of no. questions while you're getting tattooed. Here, let's clear all your. So stress. what does it mean? I, I do clear it. Okay. You do clear your stress. But uh, you've made a bad call because of your vice and acquiring it or oh, no. while under its influence. So you either uh, you either attract trouble, which oh, means no. you select an additional entanglement. You brag about your exploits and get plus two heat, oh. uh, or you're lost. Your character vanishes for a few weeks, <laughs> or your current vice purveyor cuts you off. Well, since you're your vice is just obligation to your sure. deceased partner. That's not an option for us. So I have to decide, you know what? I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll a fortune roll, and I'm going to say like, one I mean, to entanglement three. makes sense, right? Well, I'm going to say one to three is an entanglement. Okay. Uh, four or five is bragging, and a six means <laughs> you are in fact lost somehow. Um, it doesn't seem like it would be a an option, but maybe Juliet can become lost. Let's see. And it's a two, uh, which means you do uh, roll an additional entanglement. I mean, I feel like that makes so much sense because I, I, I don't think I'm trying to bring it on the crew, but I am probably asking too much about, you know, Leviathan hunters and and what they're up to. And uh, Oh, yeah. And uh, in doing so, you have you when you exit the um, the tattoo parlor. First of all, let's let's do that information gathering role that you that you oh. wanted to roll. Uh, what action were you using when you were gathering that information? I think sway here. You know, I'm trying to get chummy, and I'm trying to you know get get them to sort of like tell me a little bit about you know what are the stories that come <clears throat> through here, and uh, you know I just want to hear just to help a, a grieving widow out. You know, I need some entertainment in these times. Okay, go ahead and you can roll your sway, uh, and then I'm going to tell you what the entanglement was. Is it? uh, Okay, great. (laughs) Is this controlled or Uh, risky? Yeah, I I think that this is risky for, uh, I think, limited effect because of who you're asking and where you're asking. Sure. I got a four in there. Okay, so four is your high. So you succeed. So um, you learn that the Leviathan hunters hate the spark rights uh, because the spark oh. rights for years mm-hmm. have been trying to come up with a new alternate fuel source that will not require demon blood. And so the Leviathan hunters want to take down the spark rights any way they can. And some uh, think that the recent attack on a spark rights caravan was engineered by the Leviathan hunters. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, but when you walk out of the uh, ink lane, uh, you are grabbed by two blue coats oh. who take you back to their precinct for interrogation. Uh, they're asking you all kinds of questions. Uh, they're asking you questions about, let's see how much they know with a fortune roll. What tier are the blue coats? I think they're tier three. Let me make sure. 
Yeah, they're asking all kinds of questions. Let's see how close they are to knowing what actually... Yeah, they're tier three. How close are they to knowing what actually has been going on? Mm. They rolled a one, a one, and a three. They don't know anything. So they're asking you about crimes you had nothing to do with. Oh, God. Um, and they are not on to you. They don't mention Saltfords. And they don't have you on the hook for the um, the caravan robbery of the uh, of the Sparkwrights' uh, hulls. But they, uh, they're they very interested in uh, the fact that they, they say you're working with the Grey Cloaks, is what they keep saying. We know you're working with the Grey Cloaks. I, I don't even Spit know what the Grey Cloaks are. Uh, oh, oh, you don't know, huh? Um, so listen, uh, you can <laughs> hear your choices. You can either pay them off with three coin, which one of your <laughs> friends could bring from your lair, or you uh, get the living shit beat out of you to the tune of a level two harm, or you tell them what they want to know and you gain plus three heat, and you can resist these consequences with a resist roll. <laughs> We're going to go on a short break while uh, <laughs> Josephine mulls over those excellent <laughs> options. And we'll find out what Juliet does when we come back with more Blades in the Dark. This is Haunted City on the Glass Cannon Network. Be right back. Welcome back, scoundrels. Hope you enjoyed those commercials. So uh, when we last left the widow, Juliet Belrose, our leech. Uh, I had just given her the greatest of all choices. She's being interrogated by the Bluecoats uh, about crimes she didn't commit. Uh, and uh, Juliet, uh, played by Josephine, may choose to either pay off uh, these Bluecoats with three coin, or they beat the <clears throat> hell out of you. That's a level two harm. Or you tell them what they want to know, but your crew will gain three heat after you spent all of that time uh, with all uh, of that heat reduction, you'll gain three heat. Now, keep in mind, you can resist these consequences, Juliet. You could use a resistance roll uh, and take stress instead of... Uh, instead. It's interesting. You overindulged your vice, which cleared all your stress. But right now, you could resist and take a bunch of stress so that one of these consequences doesn't really hurt How you. much stress would I take in doing that? So a resistance roll works in that uh, we choose which attribute uh, is being used to resist. In this okay. case, I would say it's resolve again because you're resolving not to tell them anything. You would roll your resolve and uh, you would get six stress minus the result of the roll. You could minus the result of the roll. So if you I, roll a six... I, I, you wouldn't take would any be stress. Fine. Yeah, but that potentially could just be taking five stress, which would make all of this. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what a choice. Um, but how much, how much, how many dice does she get to roll in resolve? Just one. Is it all her dots? No, it's just that first, that first uh, column. Yes. That's Interesting. Correct. Is that how worth. it works? I see. Yes. So I would only get one die. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, oh, ooh, ooh. What you going to do? Look, see, that do? seems... So here's the thing. That seems like the logical strategic thing to do, but in a cool role play sort of way, I would rather... I think she, she tells them, she says... Do not act like you are any better than me. You're all corrupt pigs anyway. She spits in their face. 
and I will oh take my God. getting beat to shit. <laughs> and you won't <laughs> resist it? You're not going to resist it? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess I could do both. Yes. Yeah. yeah I well, you say listen, that. Think about it for a second while I write beaten down into the level two harm. Is, is it uh, both section. of the level two harms or is it just one, right? Because it's two sections, right? There's two sections there. And the way I understand it, you need to fill both before you take. Before you lose a die. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you have beaten down, uh, but you only have one one side of your level two harm filled. Um, no, yeah. hell yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna resist. I'm gonna resist. Um, okay. Great. <laughs> I'll take the stress, yeah, but yeah. I think I I just want you know like in the in the th- I feel like there is some tussling, but pro- not level <clears throat> two harm tussle. Hopefully. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean maybe you, maybe you you're just made of harder stuff than they think. Or maybe they use kid gloves on you because they're like, uh, you know, we need her for later. We, we, this is just to soften her up. Whatever the reason, you can now roll your one die for resolve. You're taking six stress minus whatever this one die comes up as. Okay. Oh, oh wow. Yes. That's great. Yes. Nice. yes. Oh, Five. man. Okay. All right. So good. you are not beaten down at all. Uh, and I will and take, you take one stress. Fantastic. Oh, the widow is strong. Yes. So strong. Uh, strong of will. They learn nothing from you, and they don't even beat you up that bad. Ugh, these blue coats. Their reputation is exaggerated. You can handle them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Perfect. now... I would have turned very differently if I found out that they beat you up, by the way, just so you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. Falcos would have literally gone on a hunting spree. <laughs> Well, uh, I was yeah. I was like I just feel like I don't know it would have been like a good you know motivating factor right <laughs> like for, but you know strategically this makes more sense. So um so yeah I mean you're just a very you're not even slightly bruised you're you're absolutely fine they slapped you around a little bit you don't care you've you've had way worse mm-hmm. uh, and so you return to the grotto and now has it has come time to discuss. What your next operation will be. And, you know, perhaps it's a good time to revisit what is the crew's ultimate goals? Uh, You know, um, Mm -hmm. you have a strange reputation. Um, If you look at your crew sheet, uh, you can see that there are a lot of options for claims that you could take. Yeah. Uh, but you know it, it all depends on uh, and then of course you have contacts you can go and talk to but it really all depends on what do you think the ultimate goal of your crew is um, where is this sorry in, um, on in our, our crew sheet. sheet you know all those little yeah. squares in the mm. middle of the uh, the crew sheet that say mm. uh, turf covert drops yeah. informants you can go on a score to earn one of those I, I think we should call a crew meeting there should be yeah. a crew meeting yeah, yeah. <laughs> crew meeting over over dinner over some maybe we've got some upgraded mushrooms at this point we've got a little coin right <laughs> mushroom upgrade <laughs> <laughs> mushroom upgrade over dinner yeah all right you, you're you're eating uh, mushrooms and, and it's in a much fancier sauce tonight uh, <laughs> it's salty uh, and uh, tangy and uh, you're mm. feeling good the last score went well and you've made a new ally with the reconciled uh, as we. Uh starting to do more together. You know, we have to be a crew not only in name, but in our relationships to one another. Stand for one another. 
And uh, I feel that we are starting to do that anyway. Uh, I noticed a little less heat on our back. Thank you, Valkos. <sighs> and um, we uh, will be moving up together, but I think we have skipped the very important question of I know what I hope for, but what do you all want in this city? A peaceful death. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best answer after a long pause. (laughs) I don't think I ever expected that from you, Valkos. Uh, Interesting. Well, you don't know me, and it's neither true. do I know you, but we're getting to know each other, and what I want is a peaceful death. Okay. I, in yet? game terms, that might mean that Valkos wants to earn a lot of coin, <laughs> right, fill up his reti- stash, <laughs> and then retire. <laughs> retire comfortably, yeah. Retire comfortably. Um, yes. You must walk a bloody road sometimes to end your journey in a peaceful way. Yes? These are the paradoxes <laughs> of this fallen world. And what, what do I you? wish for? I wish for the sacred places of my people here. Thrive once again. Okay. The gods that have been forgotten. Their names absent from the tongues of the living. They should live again. Like that demon you brought back. Demon. Do you know, Alcoste? The people say that we, that we are born of demons. We Tychoros would say this is the other way around. That we are close to the elemental, pure, spiritual force of this world. Whereas it is you, in your common abjection, that have been corrupted by it. It is you, to us. What are the demons? (laughs) What I summoned was a splinter of a god. And gods can be beneficent and destructive in equal measure. It only matters how you appeal to them. So you seek to influence the ways of thought of this city, perhaps. Perhaps. Or in brief, I wish... I wish to found a church. That seems, uh... a noble and uh, doable feat, I think. Mm -hmm. Yes. The material things of this world have all been stolen. The property of Duskwall is theft. And what we perform... 
I do not consider this to be fair. Mm. This is repatriation. Indeed. We are a bit of a similar thought, actually, but in different results. I want this town to have free thought flourish in it. Freedom, yes. My time in the Sparkrites, this, what happened to Ophelia, it's not the first time that such an accident has come down upon them. It is clear to me that the elite of this city are stifling innovation and and science and forward movement for their own gain, for whatever reasons they have, but this is not right. And I think maybe the only way to make a difference is to be one of those controlling the flow so that it can move more freely. They must be removed. Mm. So we have a messiah. It was a dictator. And someone who just wants a peaceful death. A tool, perhaps. Mm. Yes. No. Please do not be offended by what I say. I'm simply thinking aloud the way we can work together. You see, I believe that each and every one of your goals is achievable. Let's say, for example, we visit the Sparkrites, cut off their head, perhaps maybe install someone of our favor to them. Then we'll begin taking over, you see, start to influence people, depending on the person that we put there. And I'm very good at cutting heads. <laughs> so, maybe the moves and actions that we take from now simply advance our goal towards this. It would be a long journey. It would be a tall ladder to climb, but certainly you could, uh, <laughs> you could, you could begin working towards that at, right now. Yeah, um, I would say that uh, now, if each of our players wants to, kind of just ask me about actions that may you know lead them toward uh, some of the goals that they mentioned, uh, we can kind of start having your crew uh, develop their next score. So, yeah. for example. Um, Selyak, uh, mm-hmm. you want to awaken these forgotten gods. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure that they are safe, that they have a place of sanctuary to thrive and become more powerful. Uh, how would you go about that? I mean, RE, my, my background is a real estate lawyer, <laughs> which I, I, think, I think it is like, this is the Duskfall version of like, I, Selyak looks around Duskfall and sees ugly condos built on top of sites that were once um, temples. Um, uh, Blasphemous industrial architecture sitting on what he knows was probably a a Stonehenge. 
And um, so, I mean, the the most immediate thing, and I don't know if this is necessarily score related, but on the Whisper character sheet, the special ability I selected was Occultist. You know the secret ways to consort with ancient powers, forgotten gods, or demons. Once you've consorted with one, you get plus one D to command cultists who worship it. I would love mm. to get the ball rolling on consorting with one of these old powers and begin gathering followers. <laughs> um, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> so um, you first need to find out where one of those powers would be located, right? That's right. So uh, how are you going to gather that information? Um, let's do study. Very good. And should uh, that, we be thinking about claims as well, like as we're as we're trying to do that, or yeah. is that a separate? No, no, that's a very astute. Uh, and, and I practically, bet you, I bet I'm you just leads somewhere uh, on that sheet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, <laughs> great, okay. Great, okay. Great. Also, yeah. the fence. Also, totally practically, I mean, I said that fence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'm just going to roll a study. Um. Right here we go. Uh, okay. Wait, why is it? Oh, three. Three. Okay, so that's uh, generally uh, a failure. Um, so uh, here's what I'm going to do. I mean, you know, sometimes you're just trying to gather some information, and you needed to let the players fail forward. And what I'm going to say is, you're certain that a certain building contains some sort of sleeping power beneath it but you have no idea what the power might be or who are the proprietors controllers of that edifice um it is a uh it is a building made entirely out of metal sheeting and it looks like it's being used as a warehouse and it is here in six towers uh, and you are hearing while well, you're the whisper you're hearing whispers from beneath it uh a, a power is calling out to you and begging to be set free, you think, mm -hmm. or are you l hearing what you want to hear? Yeah, um, you could find out more about it, possibly, uh, but of course that runs a risk, just like it did with Saltfords. You could expose yourself to uh, the power within, which might be dangerous, or you might expose yourself to whoever's currently in op operating the building. Um, I'm going to let you think about that for a minute while I ask Juliet. You don't. You you can right now say I'm just helping Celiac with his sort of uh, his sort of project here, or you could say no. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on with my vendetta against the Spark Rights. Uh, well, yeah. Here's the th I I'm realizing as I as I I got more information, and I'm starting to have my doubts about how much the spark rats were involved or how much they are a victim in this and whether I need to shift my focus on the Leviathan Hunters. But one, one thing is clear. I need more information. Right. And, um, I would like to, you know, sort of find a way to perhaps start getting us more informants for our crew, because it seems that in the path that we're going, um, that it would be that that information is going to be crucial, no matter which what we're focusing on. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, um, how do you think you would go about that? How do you think that you would start building an information network? 
Um. Oh man. Well, Maybe, listen. Yeah. Never, never forget that you have your allies to draw on, and you can yeah, also look say- at your rivals. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, maybe I'm gonna go try and make amends with um my rival or find out how much she has to do with it. So my rival is is Una Faros, who is an instructor at Charter Hall University, and she is a Sparkwright. She's one of the head Sparkwrights. I'm sure I studied under her, or maybe I was in her class if she's around the same age now. Um we studied together and uh, arrival because we've always we've always been sort of like head to head as far as like our studies and like our engineering and our discoveries and so I always I Juliet always thought that she had something to do with Ophelia's disappearance and because she has so much power she just assumed she must be corrupt but I think maybe she might want to try and find out more for herself by speaking with her um very good um yeah so you're gonna talk to your rival you're just gonna walk up and talk to her so um i can tell you no that's fine i can tell you that you uh catch a lecture of her yeah at uh at, at charter hall university she arrives in a beautiful uh carriage um uh, she has come up in the world since last you knew her, back when she was a simple student and then a, 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 a hustling scientist. Now she arrives in this carriage pulled by four goats, um, beautiful <laughs> lacquered finish and decorations on the side. Um, she is received by the students with applause when she enters. She's a minor celebrity now. Um, and they all want to talk to her. They all want to grab her sleeve. Uh, but she, she, uh, you know, uh, brushes them off and takes the stage, gives a long, a long lecture that has very little science in it and a lot of promises about the future of Duskfall. Wow. Um, at one point, uh, at one point, uh, she talks a lot about a new innovation that, uh, the spark rights are creating right now. The lightning towers, uh, create a field that uh, stop ghosts from getting in and out of the city. Una Faros has a proposal uh, in to uh, the city government to create new lightning towers inside the city that can target specific uh, people and uh, spirits. Um, it's being, she, she keeps talking about it as a, uh, you know, another line of defense to keep us safe from the depredations of the undead. Uh, but Clearly, this could be used on just regular humans in addition to uh, ghosts, uh, because lightning hurts people, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, so she is talking a lot about that. Um, at one point, someone asks her uh, if uh, an alternate fuel is possible. That, she, that They know that the Sparkwrights have been working on that for a while. Uh, and she says... Uh, the science doesn't support it. She wants to believe it's possible, but the current science says that it's not. What were you and Ophelia working on when uh, Ophelia had her accident? I mean, I had assumed that was... We're always working on that with the sparkers. I mean, to be able to find another method is would be the solution to 
so much uh, death of the, uh, you know, hunters going out there, but also I guess we would have less use for the hunters, but needing to go to such risks to to have these protections. Um, it's interesting, right? The Leviathan hunters would hate to see that, that alternate fuel be yeah. developed, but also right now it seems like Una Pharos definitely knows that it, a, a, an alternate fuel is possible. You know from working with her that she knows yeah. that it's possible. Yeah. And she's really downplaying that possibility. And she's focusing on her new defense grid project, uh, which everybody seems very excited about. Um, so uh, do you want to speak to her? Do you want to grab her as she's exiting the auditorium? Yeah. Okay, so um, she gets done signing uh, a book for uh, a student, uh, and uh, she moves through the crowd. She has a security detail with her. They definitely work for the Spark Rights, uh, their private security, uh, and uh, this is your opportunity. What are you going to say to her? Una. Hello. I'm sorry, who are you? Are you I'm afraid really? I'm in a bit of a rush. It's Juliette Belrose. We were in every class together. God damn it, Una. <laughs> ah, Juliette. Uh, yes, dear. So so wonderful to see you again. <laughs> what, what are you doing with yourself? Where have you been hiding away? I've just, you know, been working on my studies, uh, continuing to further science for this flourishing city, as you know. She looks very uncomfortable as she says... Juliet, work can be such a comfort, can't it, to one who is grieving. I was so, so sad when we had our little accident. I'm sure you were, as we all were. Well, I wish you well. And Wait. she starts to move. I'm going to take her hand that I assume, you know, was shook or something. <sighs> Una... You know, I've been thinking perhaps I could be of use in 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 this project that you are working on. It sounds exhilarating. Can we maybe speak more on it sometime? Juliet, I'm sorry. Your guild status was revoked. Please let go of my hand. Let I'll go. Grip it so tightly. <laughs> Uh, A look of of fear comes into her eyes and the security detail moves forward to push you away. And uh, as as maybe she moves away, I just never stop locked eyes with her. (laughs) Um, She uh, hustles back to her, uh, you know, her fortress of a carriage and gets inside and uh, it rolls away. Um, uh, When you notice that uh, a young man is uh, kind of eyeing you from across the very crowded room. He looks like Raskolnikov from Crime and Punishment. He's like a a ragged-looking student with what he thinks will one day be a beard hanging (laughs) off of his chin. Uh, And uh, uh, he looks like he hasn't been eating. He's very thin, and he's looking at you with an intense gaze, almost as intense as the look you uh, you were giving Una. Uh, I'm gonna walk over and uh, <laughs> take out a uh, mushroom power bar 
and uh, offer offer a snack to the the poor. Guy. I was a student here. I know what it was. You know what it's like studying up late. <clears throat> um, he doesn't say thank you. He just grabs it from you and <laughs> like uh, chews it uh, very loudly. There's a lot of smacking sounds. Not bad. Can I help you? I couldn't notice you uh, looking my way. You and Pharaohs have history. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Are you are you one of her students? Ah, then? you could say that. I've uh, studied her work. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Listen, uh, what did you think of her uh, defense grid proposal? Well, to be completely honest, it sounds insane. It does sound insane, doesn't it? It sounds like sounds like totalitarianism a new world order where every freedom is repressed indeed I mean lightning can just crash down out of the sky and fry me because I what stole an apple off of a cart I must say I'm not surprised that is the way this movie is this this city is moving if we don't do something about it exactly what do you think would you like to come to a meeting? And he hands you a card that just has an address on it. Don't show that to anybody else. Of course. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I know who you are. Juliette Bellarose. Well, now it seems unfair. Who are you? He looks around. Uh, you can tell that he's uh, worried that uh, someone's going to notice that he's talking to you. Uh, then he tells you that his name is Obel Hectares. <laughs> Obel Hectares. Okay. Um, say, uh, pleasure. I will keep your name quiet if you promise to do the same for me. Absolutely. Uh, this meeting more with your thoughts more that share your thoughts uh, like-minded people want to get together and discuss what to do about this this new lightning tower proposal something has to be done I think you'll agree I do I do thank you I, I uh he's already disappearing into the crowd alright tuck business card or whatever it was the little paper the address away and uh, make my way off the university grounds and back to the grotto I suppose um let me uh let me say excellent yes uh you have a lead on uh, perhaps uh you know following your goals uh of, okay. of smashing the spark rights in their terrible uh plans uh and l- learning more about what happened to Ophelia but now I must turn to Valkos Valkos, your goal is just to die a peaceful death, uh, which generally means wealth and comfort. Um, How would you look into uh, maybe securing that wealth and comfort for yourself? I have a question. Who is Fit? Not Fit, sorry. Flint. (laughs) Flint. uh, Flint is, I believe, a contact of... It's the rival of... 
our friend uh, Selyak. Is am I wrong mm. about that? That's yes, that's right. Um, and it's okay. also someone we we decided. Quellen. Quellen is now right? is now working with, but Flint so is a spirit trafficker. So I am. I'm gonna go and pay, and I think we know that. Quell- do we know that Quellen's working now for Flint? We yeah, do. I'm gonna go pay her a visit. Yeah, you would know that. <laughs> Great. Yeah. You're gonna go hey, all right. pay Flint to visit, huh? No, Quellen. Oh, okay, very good. Um, she is in her little cottage, uh, <laughs> mi- mixing brews and poultices. Remember, she's a little round old lady. Mm, and I'm just gonna knock on the door. You just hear it. Welcome, come in. I can brew you a poultice that will bring you love or fortune. I you walk got- in. When she sees Valko, she just stops her little uh, sales pitch. <laughs> can you brew a potion to silence the ones who talk too much? <laughs> the ones ah. who we thought we could trust, but simply choose to go down a path which always leads to silence. Um, uh, uh, well, uh, I know you. You're, you're a friend of Selyak's, of course. And uh, In fact, I, I, I can brew a potion that makes someone lose their voice if if you'd like. In fact, I, maybe, maybe you, you'd like me to do that free of charge. <laughs> you know, I like your tongue. You're being very mm. forward. <laughs> yes. Sit down. Mm. She uh, she sits. Would you like some tea? No, but I'd like to play a game. I kind of open my hand, and there's a little <gasps> knife that kind of is attached to my to my root, to like my uh, my finger, my middle finger. And I'm like, this is the game we're going to play. <laughs> if I get a whiff or think that you will ever speak against us. Or if we gather too much um, noise or (laughs) heat, as they call it, from specific people, I will pay you a visit. I will cut off your tongue and I will make you eat it. Listen to me. Can can I speak? Can I say something? I don't want to hear anything from you except... Silence. Am I clear? She nods. Keep brewing your little potions. Smells delicious. It's quite nice. Lovely. (laughs) But I'm telling you, if I come again, it'll either be for love (laughs) or for your tongue. And I sort of walk out then. Uh, very good. Um, yeah, let me make a fortune roll here. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, very effective. Very effective. Mm-hmm. We'll see. <laughs> Suddenly I get ambushed by people and taken right, away right. because it's Jared. It was effective no, no. to us. <laughs> uh, no, no, it happens exactly as you say. Uh, you have intimidated uh, Quellen into keeping her mouth shut. Um, uh, but uh, you know, it's still, it still needles you. Uh, she's working with Flint. Who is this Flint guy? Um, mm. you know, uh, why is he operating 
in six towers, which is your turf. Um, uh, you can think about that question some more, or you can move on with your day now that you've shored up that little bit of uh, uh, loose end. Well, I, I don't know. Can I still gather info? Can I gather information on him? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Much, yeah, but I've not got much insight, do I? So, um, well, gathering hey. information, yeah. you could use any action you want to do that. You could I all guess. you could go around beating people up again, which is your <laughs> specialty. I think that's what I want to do. I think I am literally going to find people who are affiliated with this man. You know, Quellen helped us, right? She gave us a good, a good. Um, let's say actually she was the first person I visited, you know, in regards to just warming myself up. And now I'm going to go and essentially create chaos and, you know, make sure that Lynn <laughs> understands not to take people from us who we deeply care about. Um, excellent. So um, you can uh, go ahead and roll uh, your action and we'll see how much information you gather. Mm. And what is the situation, the position? Uh, let's call it. Um, let's call it just uh, controlled mm. uh, for uh, for standard effect. Okay. I got a six. Uh, yes, you get all the info you need. Oh my so god, Abu! You <laughs> <laughs> by by intimidating Quellen and her contacts, you learn that Flint, the spirit trafficker is now selling ghosts, selling spirits in bottles to the Path of Echoes. So your patron is now buying from Flint and <sighs> leaning on Flint, which is not a good thing because uh, they're your patron. They're the people you pay up to, and they are now making deals with a rival. So he may be cutting in on your ability to get jobs from them. He may be cutting in on your bottom line. He's already stolen essentially an employee and an informant from you. This guy is, he's horning in on your shtick, your, uh, your business. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call for a meeting then. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm going to inform the team of this. And then I'm going to look towards Ross. Well, is it Celeriac? No. Celiac. I'm going to look to Celiac and be like, I wish to put your acquaintance's spirit in a bottle and sell it to the path of echoes. Maybe even give it to them free of charge, but not, not as a gift. More so as a warning. Can you help me? Yes, I think we understand each other. Mm. But of course, um, is um rather distasteful commercial trade in spirits which should by rights be free mm. could be brought to an end by placing his vital essence into a bottle unfortunately that essence is currently enclosed within the vessel of himself so of course I would need to rely on the expertise of someone who could Destroy that mortal vessel so that his spirit could be extracted. 
Keep in so, mind that. Keep in mind. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Keep in, keep in mind that murdering someone in Duskfall is very dangerous because it always summons the spirit wardens, mm-hmm. and they are a higher tier of law enforcement than the blue coats. Is, is it? Maybe this is a question. Would is that that that's? Is there any way of concealing a murder from them if the if the spirit trans? Like if Dust you were to, into, yeah, into, 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 a a, into a vessel or something quick enough that the the the, the spirit wardens wouldn't be alerted. Oh, or is that I don't like totally nuts. Why don't you give me an action to see if you can figure that out? <clears throat> okay. All right. Um. Hmm. Makes sense. Uh. I feel like this is this has something to do with uh. I feel like I talk with uh, uh, spirits all the time. Maybe they... That's a question I could put to... Put to ghosts if they know anyone who's... Uh, eluded them or... or uh... Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Why don't yeah. you go ahead and give me an action that allows you to consult with your ghosts and see if you can find one who knows of such things. That'd be a tune, so... Uh, I guess that's c- controlled... Position in standard effect? Yeah, I'll allow it. Yep. All right. Oh, five. All right. Yes. Yeah, five. Okay, so there is a practice known to some assassins called the Crow's Veil, an occult ritual which hides the fleeing spirit from the sight of the spirit crows. So if you were to uh, enact uh, act this occult ritual at the moment that uh, someone is murdered, the death seeker crows would not find the body. Great. So what what Jared's, but the ghost just said, uh, um, Valkos, you see Celiac's eyes sort of roll sideways as he says that. Just like, <laughs> and it's like, Yes, my friend. There is a way. Mm. Then should we invite him for dinner? (laughs) So we are murdering Flint. That's what I am hearing. Well, before we finally make that decision, why don't you go to your meeting, Juliet? Yeah. And then we can make the final decision about what mm. we're doing. I, yes, I, I was invited to a very interesting... Well, I was not supposed to show anyone, but you are my crew, so... <laughs> you're my crew, so you know what I know. I've been um, inviting to an interesting meeting of... Uh, what I hope are free thinkers in this city but people that might be able to help us in our goals I don't I assume that if I mm, I don't know if I would get in trouble for bringing anyone no don't take us that's a terrible idea you should go by yourself unless the card you've been given contains a plus one we will. Uh... Let me look at the card. Does it have a? It just has an address. It just has an address in Charter Hall. Charter Hall is where a lot of the government buildings are located, in addition to the big university. Mm. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, okay, well, I, I will report back what I learned then. Let me go see if this is useful. <laughs> and I'll okay. make my we way to the... We will be here making a dinner plans. Oh, lovely, lovely. <laughs> I'll go uh, make my way to the meeting then. Okay, very good. So um, you arrive at this uh, kind of wooden building. Charter Hall has a lot of uh, marble and, you know, big, uh, you know, uh, Doric columns. Uh, all of the buildings try to seem very impressive. But this uh, this dilapidated shack is kind of attached to the back of uh, one old and ruined building. Uh, and um, you see when you arrive that it is actually an old theater. And inside, there are, uh, there's a small group of people. There are actually only six people who have arrived at this meeting, including okay. Obel Hectares. Okay. Uh, and they all look like uh, down-on-their-luck students. Uh, and when he sees you, he says, uh, Juliet, I'm glad you made it. Uh, uh, widow, please. While we are uh, here. Widow, Yes. Um, allow me to introduce my associates. Our group does not have a name, but we do have a goal. Yes, tell me more. Tyrus here, uh, well, he works in a small clerk position for the Sparkrites. He has learned that uh, Madame Unaferos plans to test, do a live demonstration of her new defense grid lightning system here at Charter Hall University in two days' time. On, on, on who? On live subjects? Well, the grid is ostensibly for the uh, extermination of spirits, so certainly they will use someone who's already dead. Yes. But the show will allow everyone to know that the Spark writes have created a new form of oppression. Yes. Excuse me, may I speak? Uh, and one of the students, he seems very refined. In <laughs> fact, you can tell that he is probably of noble birth. Uh, hello. I am called Chloris. I... Chloris. I know that I seem that I may have been born with the proverbial silver spoon in my mouth, but I can assure you that uh, I am one of you, and Obel will vouch for me. Obel nods. I uh, can fund an operation to do something about this demonstration. If, say, the device were to not work, at the day and time it is supposed to uh, make its demonstration. If, say, it were to go horribly wrong, well then, Unaferos, her reputation would take a blow, and it is likely that the grid would not be implemented. And, uh, your group here, this is your soul, your... your goal or do you have other we oh, fight for freedom yes <laughs> ah we wish for duskfall to be free of the elites who keep it oppressed to keep us imprisoned who move us in and out of iron hook 
I may uh, have just the group for this, eh. but you know, I fight for the same things you do, but sometimes those I work with, not always the same. So what can I tell them they will get in return for such I, a feat? I have uh, uh, allocated uh, four coin in uh, remuneration for such an operation. Mm. Very well, you drive a hard bargain, widow. <laughs> Six coin. <laughs> but I'm afraid, mother, I mean, I'm afraid I cannot offer more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Loris, uh, you must have some pretty great connections, no? I am an entrepreneur, yes. If we do this for you, uh, can my group uh, call upon you all as well? Uh, we have similar goals. Could we count on you? Should we uh Yes, do this, this is uh, Obel, he says. This could be the beginning of a great and revolutionary alliance. Mm-hmm. Okay, I uh I will take this uh to my colleagues. But I am hopeful, friends. Uh, you've done good work here. You said, that, are they all young? Are they all like student age? They're all student age, yeah. Yeah. You've done marvelous work here. I, I applaud you all. It's, uh, keep it up. I'm sure you will go places. And they, and, they, they, all, they all say that their, 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 um, their catchphrase, their motto, the towers shall fall. And then they, they <laughs> even have, they even have a gesture there. The tower shall fall. <laughs> and they put one hand in the air and they let it fall. Yes, yes, that's very innovative. Um, good, good. Uh, I will be in. How do I? Do you guys meet here regularly? Is this your spot? No, we never no. use this location again. Oh, yes, wise, 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 wise. You can find me in the quad. <laughs> Playing um, hacky sack. Familiar Sometimes with frisbee. <laughs> I'm the one. I'm the one with the iguana. <laughs> yes, great. I I look forward to uh, this working relationship growing. I'll be in touch. And so, uh, let us return to the grotto <laughs> beneath six towers, uh, where you now have two. Uh, Two jobs uh, kind of uh, up for uh, consideration. One is to take out Flint, who is horning in on your uh, your business by kind of uh, taking over your patron and, and the various informants that you use. Um, I, 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 we've gone over the risks of that one. Um, and so <laughs> uh, you, you may all discuss whether you'd like to do this sabotage job. Uh, against the spark rights or whether you'd rather uh, take Flint off the map. Um, I don't know that either of those uh, correspond to a claim. Mm. Um, 
I see. Well, I was tr- I was trying to like spin that like these students could be informants, informants of sorts. Right? That's what I was mm-hmm. trying oh, to get could. out of them. You see, yeah. You no, know, I actually think it's the it's. If I may, I believe it's yeah. the opposite. I believe that Flint is t- is employing oh. a lot of people right now, and if you were to take Flint off the map. Those people would have to work for someone, and that would be oh, you. Oh, we'd gain uh, his inform. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. yeah, okay. So you would gain that claim. Um, okay, but uh, the other job is a money job, uh, and it also it also I, I must say, okay. uh, it does express the goals, drives, and inner conflict or essential nature of your crew. Right. So XP wise would be hmm, hmm. and six coin. Oh, we could hmm. potentially increase our tier. Mm-hmm. What, do, what do we think I, I feel like I'm too personally ingrained as Juliet to <laughs> I think it's clear what she would want to do so yeah. you guys I'm, I'll, I'll go Nidric I think that um, I think that Celiac of course has a personal distaste for the, uh, for the spirit trafficker but he has been meditating so long trying to get into the headspace of Ophelia that um <laughs> that he's finding himself becoming more and more kind of like attached to you. Oh. Um not not no like in in a way that is that is like not in any way kind of like like erotic or or anything. It's, it's, <laughs> sure, it's like, sure. <laughs> it not 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 like he's not like the emotions of Ophelia are taking him over, but that like it's being used as a conduit for that emotion. He's like, it's le- it's less that that he's it's more like he finds your voice in his head sometimes, mm. or like um, like the the the. He'll just find himself crying for no reason and realize it's because you're wailing in the streets um, because he's, like, using this this locket to channel your emotions to reach out to find Ophelia. And so he's almost, like, finishing your sentence, like, yes, yes, freedom for the... Uh, the spirits wish to be free. Not only that, but assume that I conveyed to you all what she is working on and that it's going to also, uh, yes. she's going to do a public demonstration, you know, that I've conveyed everything I learned as well to you all. This flint is placing spirits in the bottle. But this, uh, Una, place us all in the bottle. Yes? Yes. And Darkness is just like, mm. Death. I can find it. Yes. Let's, um, help. Let's get more money, perhaps. There is, of course, the, um, remuneration, which has its own sort of appeal. I think we should kill Flint. Oh. Eventually. No one's saying we're not going to kill Flint. What if we invite Flint? What if we invite Flint to the demonstration? Oh boy. Here we go. The classic player thing of can we do four <laughs> missions at the same time? <laughs> it sounds as if we have chosen our score. And because yeah. we have come to the end of our running time today, uh, I will uh, simply uh, narrate 
that somewhere in Charter Hall University, they are erecting an enormous, imposing, uh, draconian piece of equipment. It doesn't look like the other lightning towers. It looks uh, scarier, pointier, darker, uh, more militaristic. Uh, And they are lifting it so that it stands above the university so that its shadow falls on the students below. Uh, And uh, in a few days' time, they are going to test it. And at that time, the remnant will be there. And we will be back next week to show uh, our viewers and to show our listeners that score. For now, I want to thank... Abu Salim, Josephine McAdam, Ross Bryant. Excellent gameplay today, guys. Thank you. Great stuff, Jared. Thank you. Uh, Come back next week to watch a sabotage job. This has been Haunted City on the Glass Cannon Network. Good night. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit GlassCannonNetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at Patreon.com slash GlassCannon.